Better health systems are just as important for combating infections as vaccines and drugs. This is according to scientists who met in London to discuss a new research network exploring the role of health systems in controlling infectious diseases. Greg Riley told me more. Controlling infectious disease can't be just done in isolation. It's not an island. Really, it takes an entire community, if you will, a community of health. And this goes for infectious and non-infectious diseases. But you have to look broadly at the health systems in which they're located and the relationship between those health systems, what is within those health systems that contributes to infectious diseases, the arising of infectious diseases, and what is it about them that prevents them, and then to learn from the uh, successes and failures and so you can strengthen health systems in the future. So this is an initiative to bring together researchers, policymakers, uh, service providers, so that they can do exactly that, share stories, successes, research, knowledge translation. It's not about commissioning research in and of itself, but it's about creating an umbrella organization and an opportunity for them to network. You are looking at the role of health systems in controlling disease. So what is that role? It can go right from effective policies uh, and procedures, uh, evidence-based guidelines and practices, a strong, sound supply of medications, pharmaceuticals, making sure that you have solid human resource factors, communication. All of these factors are emerging increasingly as, as important variables in controlling infection and not just the patient taking the medication or the physician prescribing the right medication. It goes beyond that. So you're building networks. What would you like to see come out of this? Uh, Coming out of this, in the short term, we hope to have obviously a web presence, a a strong, robust research network that's very active with future events like this, more speakers, conferences, meetings, but also possibly down the road, a journal would be a great development. An immediate outcome of tonight is we're hoping to recruit a permanent coordinating committee for the year. Still early days, but what would be your message to those different sectors today? Uh, To those sectors, I would say don't be afraid of working together, of communicating together. There's lessons to be learned from one another. Academia only has impact if it's translated into action, into service and policy, etc. And academia likewise can learn from policy and service, etc. and can define new opportunities for growth and experience. So I think it's a great opportunity all around. Greg Riley from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. Also at the symposium, Microscope to Telescope, the official launch event for the Research Network for Health Systems and Infection, Anne Mills emphasised the significance of looking at health systems for controlling infectious disease. I think they're absolutely critical. I mean, in the last 10 years or so, there's been a lot of attention on diseases and controlling diseases, but without thinking about the basic infrastructure that needs to be in place, the network of health workers, the network of health centres, the referral hospitals and so on. And it's very uneconomic, very inefficient to have, say, an AIDS control programme that doesn't will work with that basic infrastructure. So that's what the health system is. There is a battle in the climate of budget constraints and you are presenting in today's session. Run me through some of the topics that you're touching on. Yes, I've been asked to talk specifically on economics and what I'm going to talk about is how economics can help make the arguments for controlling infectious disease. It can be a very powerful advocacy tool. It can help improve the efficiency of service provision. It can help explore 
how equitable service provision is. And so I'm basically arguing that anyone who wants to be concerned to promote the issue of health systems and infectious disease, they can have economics as one of their tools. What would be your main messages that you'd like people to take home? I think my main messages would be that we need to make sure that the issue of health systems and infectious disease remains very much on the agenda, both the research agenda, which is important, and also the policymakers' agenda. We need to try and do something about all of these large vertical streams of funding to particular diseases to make sure they interact better with the health system. And we also need to make sure that we continue to research in this area because we still don't know enough at how how best these two areas can work together. And we need to make sure the research funders have this on their agenda as well. Anne Mills, Professor of Health Economics and Policy at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. At the symposium, David Heyman explained how the polio eradication programme has strengthened human resources, laboratory capacities and public health in general. The key points that come out are, number one, build on what's already there. Number two, just do the best with what you can and broaden all programs because in the end they do meet at the very peripheral level anyway. What would you like academic, policy and service sectors to take away from today's meeting? I'd like them to take away an understanding that health systems is different things to different people and each person who has an idea can contribute to that health system. But it shouldn't be a polarization and argument about what a health system is. It should be everyone contributing to make public health and health in general stronger. David Heyman, Chair of the UK Health Protection Agency. For Audio News, I'm Sarah Maxwell.